these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. <laughs> And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C, senor. Deep within the stinking bowels of the Armstrong and Getty information complex, he hands off the baton. I'm sorry, but uh, I hated to come in. I wanted to stay out there. There's a fight going on out there. Oh, no. An argument. And I was kind of just hanging around. Go ahead. I know. I'll do the intro. I saw the light come on, and I I better get (laughs) Just take notes. I love the gossip. Yeah, it was pretty good. Get your cell phone out. Call and do a live report about the fight as it's happening. And as you know, one of the people involved is a short timer, which adds the opportunity for things to get really going to get a chance to say what he's always wanted to. <laughs> oh, it's too good. Somebody get out there. That ever happened at your workplace where people get in an argument and you <laughs> hang around kind of like shuffling papers so you can listen Where is that thing that I printed? It's, it's around here somewhere. Looking down at the ground. Uh, I saw the light come on about. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where are we? Oh, yeah, uh, today. It's small pleasures, you know. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. It's really, it's really the, it's, 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 it's an ugly part of me that uh, <laughs> that is enjoying that. It's an ugly part of me. Um, uh, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The articles of impeachment. I believe they will be passed over to the Senate this evening. Five o'clock Saturday, Friday night news dump style. Boy, that was an interesting thing that happened yesterday. Two prominent Democrats, including Dianne Feinstein, who had said multiple times... Uh, now, you, it, it's time, Nancy. Send them over, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then they backed off that later in the day. Yes. Why? What did she say or do or threaten yeah. to make them all? The the one Democrat dude uh, said, I misspoke earlier today. No, you didn't. No, you were <laughs> completely clear. <laughs> we yes. didn't accidentally say that. It was actually borderline eloquent. Uh, right. It, it Very much like the scene in uh, The Godfather or The Godfather 2, which was, it doesn't matter, where the guy was going to testify and bring it all down. He's, stand, he's on the stand. He's like, uh, I don't know nothing. I forgot. I, I don't know. That was just a complete 180. Yeah, I thought Nancy's that was got pictures of them that, uh, whoo, shocked the conscience or something. Yeah, we'll have to play those clips later. We have a couple of great guests today, too, which is, I was thinking about, uh, do we, is there any point in even mentioning that? Because uh, we have research that shows that the average radio listener here is like, Whatever, fifteen minutes of their favorite show. Oh. So if you're listening right now, you don't you don't care if we have a guest two hours from now. Well, you can't hurt you podcasters. Uh, you four hour dedicated podcasters will like it, I suppose. But. Well, I wouldn't just say we got a great guest coming up. It's too much behind the curtains. Too much. Ian Bremer. Ian Bremer, who's one of my favorite follows on uh, on uh, geopolitical events, and yeah. you know Iran was going on this week, and he's got his risk list out. And then Jeff Fowler, who was at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, following that, and he's we really like him. I believe today may be our greatest show ever, and I and for that reason, I am announcing my retirement from the radio business. Wow, I'm sorry, uh, the control room's talking to me. The contract says, what? <laughs> I signed that? Um, uh, I'd like to retract my announcement. I might be able to do two people's work because I've become a tweaker. 
I'll have to explain that later. <laughs> oh, I've become a tweaker. Yeah, and so I've got the energy last. <laughs> to handle that. But I'll talk about that later. Let's uh, kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. we got NFL playoffs this weekend, and we're not too far from the Super Bowl, so I do got to ask you guys my annual questions. I know you guys have changed your diets and stuff, and you don't eat carbs as much, but right. do you want me I to bring in... I eat as much carbs as I've ever eaten in my life, but I only eat it for six hours. Okay. <laughs> Should I bring in the hot... Cheese dip. Yes. Yes would be the answer. Okay. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> I just I wanted to make it, make sure people were going to eat it. Oh, yeah. I probably won't eat it during the show, but I'll take it no. home. But yeah, I, I might not use Doritos to scoop it up as I am low-carbing. I'll just get myself a spoon and shovel it into my mouth as if I'm eating Cheerios. Yeah, I just if remember you don't we, mind. we had that one year where we ate it, and we became very lethargic and barely made it through the last hour of the <laughs> oh, show. That's we almost, right. I almost had to put a rerun on. I won't, right. I won't be lethargic because I've, be, I've become a tweaker. Right. Uh, explain right. that coming Stop up. They're scratching. They're Stop <laughs> scratching. I stole some hubcaps on the way to work because they were so shiny. <laughs> they just looked cool. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I would like to take this moment to wish a very special happy birthday to uh, the most important person in the in the history of my life, and that is my mother. Uh, she was born on this day in the year of our Lord, 19... And uh, she's celebrating her birthday today. I'm going to be uh, seeing awesome. her later today, uh, spending time together. Uh, grateful that we uh, live close enough to where that's not a, a giant obstacle, that we get to see each other semi-regularly. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just celebrating you and, uh, saying happy birthday to you, Ma. I love you. Yeah, that happy is Happy birthday, cool. positive mom. That's fabulous. How well, about that? A son wishing his mom happy birthday. That is great. Could more wholesome, be more wholesome than that. Um, I'm a ja- being a tweaker certainly not that wholesome. No. I'm Jack Armstrong. repeating himself. That's a sign of a tweaker. Yeah, it right. is. It is. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is. oh uh, what was that? His tooth just fell out. <laughs> right? It's just here left on I've the only floor. been a t- tweaker for one day and my right. teeth are already falling out. <laughs> right. Wow. You're a fast learner. I thought you got to enjoy it for a little while. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday, January 10th, the year 2020, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. All right, let's leap into action now. Officially, according to FCC rules and regulations, here we go at Mark. That's okay. They got it. They go home to mommy. Going home to mommy. They're going home to mommy. It's a beautiful sight. Trump at one of his rallies last night, crowd going crazy as usual. We have new polls out of New Hampshire showing a four-way tie. Mitch McConnell made a little maneuver uh, yesterday that's certainly forcing impeachment forward, we should talk about. And we also need to talk about the various congresspeople, in particularly Jackie Spear of California, who's coming forward to declare the downing of that that uh, passenger jet by Iran to be America's fault, squarely blaming the U.S. for the downing of that jet. Hmm. That's interesting. Old Tehran Jackie. Also, I hey, came across a guy who wrote a long article, and I hadn't heard any of this stuff. It's really interesting on what is causing the fires in Australia. And it's very similar to the problems in the United States, specifically California, um, as opposed to, it, as Russell Crowe said in the Golden Globes, climate change is real, people. We need to fight it. Or forest management is real. Uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. It'll cool. be your work to shove it in. Plus, we have clips of the week. Yes, that's next. And tweakers want things fast. Right. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.
Glad to get to be Friday already. We've made it through the first week of the of the year. Thank goodness. Not yet. Well, not yeah. true. Not yet. That's true. Not yet. Yeah, maybe you ought to focus a little bit, you tweaker. That's right. I'm a tweaker now. I'll have to explain that coming up. Maybe next segment, your new meth habit. Sure. Or whatever you got going on. Weirdo. Mailbag, coming up in a moment or two. Easy in there, Michael. First, let's take a fond look. Oh, I wanted to tell you this. Uh, mailbag, heavily positive Sean-related. So Sean breaks yourself, all right? <laughs> Does he For need... love and adoration. For <laughs> uh, kicking. But first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cal, Clips of the Week. Big up, big up the whole island massive. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and... Kill me. We're nearly done. (laughs) So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. (laughs) Thank you, Will. Can I keep going? It would be a real shame if you didn't continue. <clears throat> All the cats had human hands, and some of them cats were sexy. I didn't even want them to be sexy. If I exposed myself in a public park, what would happen? Oh, no, citation. If I camped on a sidewalk, what would happen? Uh, warning, maybe a citation. If I broke somebody's car window, what would happen? Again, under $950, uh, citation. I don't think there's opinion that it exists in this country that is not represented in a comedy club by somebody. Each and every one of you has a champion in the room. You said, son, sometimes you have to be a lion so you can be the lamb you really are. The world's first working time machine. Yeah, it's exciting. It's great news for humanity. Not great news for baby Hitler. <laughs> James. What is that, Tahiti Graffiti Treaty? Yes. You need a job. You a grown-ass man. You can't still be living in your mama's house, Harry. <laughs> Not good news for baby Hitler. Keep your head on a swivel, son, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Mailbag. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. I'm not going to tell you who from. That's kind of the punchline. Six mistakes mankind keeps making century after century. Believing that personal gain is made by crushing others. Worrying about things that cannot be changed or corrected. Insisting that a thing is impossible because we cannot accomplish it. Refusing to set aside trivial preferences. Neglecting development and refinement of the mind. And attempting to compel others to believe and live as we do. Those are the six mistakes mankind keeps making century after century. That is according to Cicero, who lived uh, before Jesus. Wow, that's interesting. Human nature doesn't change. That's interesting. Just the particulars do. Yeah. Now, I'm tempted to go into uh, Justin Pittsburgh's efforts at the triple rhyme time uh, game that was just (laughs) played on Jeopardy, but I did promise you a heavily positive Sean-related mailbag. And you're probably right, Sean, because I know when I go to social media, that's all I get is love and adoration. Hey, great job. (laughs) Keep it up. I just watched your YouTube video and want to salute you for not only your skill, but your effort. Thanks so much for posting. Signed, all YouTube viewers. Wow, you really are a good singer. Keep it up. While I disagree (laughs) with your point of view, I thank you for sharing it. Signed, Twitter. Hello, all, writes Joe. 
Oh, this is Joe, who wrote the heavy metal final thoughts theme Do, <laughs> and recorded. Do we have that handy, Michael? Do you mind? This is Joe's handiwork. This is the very last segment of the show for you early risers. The slackers who, who listen to the end of the show because they've just, you know, kicked their hangover and, and rolled out of bed and all. I mean, we're glad to have them, but really, they don't compare to people like you. And this is what they hear. Final thoughts. Yeah. Or are we talking about the Armstrong Getty? Armstrong Getty. I think it might be that one. Okay, I'll find that one. All right. Anyway, Joe writes. Uh, Hello, all. I watched the Elizabeth Holmes documentary, The Inventor, out for Blood in Silicon Valley. The documentary was well done, very informative. The problem I had was that every time Elizabeth was the only one on camera and talking to the interviewer, the only thing I could hear was Sean's impression of her saying, Uh, I'm very glad that you enjoyed the documentary. Thank you for for checking it out. Please uh, rate and review and go ahead and uh, put a a comment on IMDb if you don't mind. All I could hear in my head was Sean's impression of her saying, One drop of blood. A single drop of blood. (laughs) And then, do you want to pet my wolf? I would laugh uncontrollably until they moved on. Thanks for wrecking it for me, Sean. Speaking of my wolf, do you want to pet it before I it's leave? It's not a wolf! It's a dog! Do you find that, uh, Michael? I say final. You say thought. Final. Thought. Final. Thought. Final. Thought. final. 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 Give me your finger. Let me stick it. <laughs> you can stick my finger, all right. Then this. Travis writes, please let Sean know ear candling doesn't work. How big of a soft head does one need to be to come to the conclusion that burning a cone of candle wax can somehow suck the sticky earwax out of your ear? Then he, he, he We says, got a number of texts from people who say they do it. They do it and like it. Candling got popular about 15 years ago. My friends were into it. Then he explains how he utterly blew up and he proved that it doesn't work to them. Uh, I called the the group of my friends a bunch of idiots, and I've been labeled a party pooper ever since. I just don't understand. Travis, listen. Number one, you're right. They are idiots, and and that's not the sort of thing you say to your friends, but we can hang out because, you know, we're kind of similar. I just don't understand why you'd put hot wax in a flame next to your head if there are products out there that can take care of it in the modern it's, world. It's, 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 and it's not going to work. Yeah, just supporting big eardrop, are you? <laughs> yeah. John Pharmaceutical and, companies. <laughs> John and Baston, right? How are those uh, Patriots doing there, Johnny boy? Um, positive Sean has been praising, praising Knives Out, a perfectly serviceable whodunit comedy. What he has failed to tell you is that it is probably the most unrelentingly anti-Trump vehicle to hit the theaters since Michael Moore's last movie. No, if, that, if that's what you think, you haven't seen enough movies. There's plenty more anti-Trump <laughs> movies out there. That's hilarious. But it, it's, no, it, that's the hilarious. The description of it is fairly nauseating, though. The heroine of the movie is a plucky Latina, so on- honest that she actually vomits when she has to lie. The white people she works for are so dismissive of her that not a single one of them can bother to remember if she's from Ecuador or Paraguay or Uruguay or uh, Brazil. Uh, they use her mother's illegal status against her. The self-made real estate mogul started with a million-dollar loan from her father. One of the most loathsome characters, oily and vile, is repeatedly described as alt-right and has a neo-Nazi tiki torchbearer look about him. His cousin, a woke progressive, is naturally one of the few likable white characters in the movie, etc. And then they uh, argue about an unnamed Donald Trump and illegal immigration. From, okay. Yes, sickening. They 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 play out the entirety sickening. of the political debates through characters who none of which are appealing. I disagree with. It, 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 I, I'm sorry that that's how you take in the world, sir. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, thanks for that, Sean Pelosi. 
Unbelievable. All right, here we go. It's Friday. It's time for a little amusement. Justin in Pittsburgh. Guys, here's uh, here are some Jeopardy clues politically themed for the Triple Rhyme game, which amused us so much on the uh, Super Champ Jeopardy. Hint, what will you be able to buy when South Bend's mayor leaves politics to open a roadside hot dog stand? The answer, Pete Street Meat. <laughs> this one's better. A male supporter of a senior of the senior citizen who currently represents California in the U.S. Senate would be a die-fi guy. Oh. And a r- satanic ritual festooned with ornate decorations conducted by the Speaker of the House in an effort to raise the dead. That would be a fancy Nancy necromancy. <laughs> and he says, I can do this all day. Let me know if you'd like more. Wow. No, you know what? Uh, it's probably plenty. Just in, ran its course. Yeah. I might it be amusing. It's probably just enough. It's like the OK Boomer trend. It, it came and went. It was fun while it lasted. It was fine for an afternoon. <laughs> um, uh, so we'll catch up on some of the news of the day. I'll explain why I'm a tweaker and uh, enjoying the tweaker lifestyle. And I'll uh, show you the U.S. Congress people who are blaming the U.S. for doubting that jet. Wow. Sickening. That is something. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What I have said uh, is that under existing Office of Legal Counsel opinions on the president's constitutional authority to, to engage the armed forces without a congressional authorization, if you read those opinions, he had ample constitutional authority to take out General Soleimani. Another Republican. <laughs> another yapping Republican head there. Well, the, the, afraid of Donald Trump's power. Right. Sycophants. Right. No, but that is pretty interesting. That's Je Johnson, the former uh, Homeland Security. Sorry, did you finish that name? Je. Je. It's J-E-H. Je. Je. Johnson. I think you need to be even more lethargic. Je. Was that the correct one? <laughs> Sorry, my mistake. Yeah. No offense. Johnson, he was uh, he was the Secretary of Homeland Security, oh, yeah? and and he says oh, the president had the constitutional authority to do that. Of course he did. <laughs> the, the, the discourse around this topic is so frustratingly dishonest. Yeah, and or dumb. It's tough to take in. Uh, I've got to just, especially because I'm not drinking in January. So I just got to dry January. <sighs> Serenity now. <sighs> Serenity now. <sighs> It's just so dishonest, and we'll get to that uh, in more detail in a little bit. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, you know, I'm used to it, and I just ignore it for the most part. If we ever get into a real dust-up, though, and we have this level of dishonesty, it's going to be pretty tough for a democracy to function. Well, here we are in a semi... Well, it's a shooting conflict, a flare-up with an avowed enemy, and we have prominent Congress people blaming the United States for the humanitarian fallout, even though we didn't shoot the gun, and and openly denying that the president should have done what he did. This is damn near unprecedented. Especially when, if you have any logic and you, you have any sense of fairness whatsoever, you, you hear a Jay Johnson, who's a, who is a perfectly reasonable guy, and you say, oh, okay, well, that is interesting. And, and if you're an honest person at all, of course he had the authority to do it, and of course Soleimani had to go. Alan Dershowitz said that the other day, the Harvard Law professor, who voted for Hillary and hates Trump. 
But he said it's it's clearly within this constitutional right to do that. So um, I'm a tweaker now. So it's cold and flu season. And I found out at the end of the show yesterday something I didn't know. So I had bought some uh, Sudafed years ago, and we still had the box because we don't use very much, out in the aisle at the pharmacy. And I remember at the time thinking, they must have changed the law, or this pharmacy does it different, or something. Oh, because you used to have to... Like for a while, you had to lock it. I thought for a while you had to go either get it unlocked or go to the pharmacist because you know Breaking Bad type people were buying it and uh, crunching it, it up and making a mess. Yeah, but I bought some out and just there is like with the other cold medicine. I thought okay, they changed the law or something or they whatever. They figured I'm, out that ninety nine percent of people who buy this stuff have a cold. Although um, uh, it, it wasn't particularly effective, no cold medicine I've been buying has been very effective for the last several years. And then somebody mentioned at the end of the show, I don't remember if it was a text or Hanson or somebody, um, said, no, no, the, the real stuff you still have to get, it's behind the counter from the pharmacist. They got a low-grade version that they sell out there in the aisle. Ah. And I thought, okay, so I'm not getting the real stuff? And then I went to a pharmacy yesterday, and I asked the pharmacist, and they said, oh, yeah, yeah, the real stuff is back here. You have to ask for it. Wow. And I said, now, I want to make it clear, I'm only buying this to make methamphetamine. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't think that was amusing at all. But... um. Uh, she said, let me get you something. She said, we're out of the 12-hour kind. Do you want the 24-hour kind? I said, "There's a pit. you can take one that lasts 24 hours? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, okay, fine, it's I'll take that. usually made for circus elephants. I took that yesterday afternoon. My cold disappeared. It's as if I don't have a cold. And honest to God, not exaggerating, not a radio bit, I did not sleep one second last oh, night. Oh, boy. I was up all night long and not tired, not tossing and turning, just awake like it was daytime. Wow. And I still am. <laughs> I think. God help us when the crash comes, done? guys. What? You get a lot of stuff done? <laughs> when I, that trash crash comes, we're in serious trouble. <laughs> I read a lot of news. The, the, the kitchen is sparkling. I got a ton of laundry folded. Handsome. And, I'm so, sorry. I forgot to tell you about the don't take it at night part. <laughs> you just take it in the morning. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, boy. But so wah, is, this, wah, wah. is this just a taste? of, though, the meth lifestyle? Because it's the same <laughs> drug that they make meth out of. Well, kind of, sort of. I'm yes. a tweaker now, well, I yes. think. Yes, the idea of staying up three days in a row. Did you have an orgy? <laughs> I don't think so. Because that's big in the tweaker lifestyle, no, but too. I thought, this. I'd never done this. I've stayed up all night long before with, like, sick kids or a variety of situations and, and, and be dead tired. Yeah. Or trying to get to sleep and couldn't. But I just, just awake like it was wow. daytime. Wow. All night long. And it kept going and going and going. I, I kept thinking, this is weird. It's like 4 o'clock and I'm not the least bit tired yet. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> wow. I thought I was in bad shape of tossing and a turning. But so uh, I'm a tweaker now. Yeah, And clearly. I can see the appeal. Yeah, just go with it, Jack. You're already hooked. Exactly. Exactly. Right. You don't want a cold turkey because then you get the old uh, heebie-jeebies and everything. How many bikes did you disassemble and pull back together? <laughs> right. I did a lot of that. <laughs> and as I mentioned, I took a couple of hubcaps on the way into work because they were so shiny. Right. They just caught my eye and I thought, i got to have those. Right. Right. If this is the tweaker lifestyle, I can certainly see the appeal. <laughs> Stay awake for a couple of days, get yes. a lot done. Hey, here's, here's, here's an idea. Stay awake for a couple more. <laughs> see what happens. See how it suits you. Yeah, exactly. See how you're feeling then. Mm. The nerves tend to get a bit raw after three days. I don't want to deal with Mexican cartels, so I suppose I'll start making it in my uh, in my house. That's reasonable. Plus, that's, that recaptures that, that DIY spirit that made America great. <laughs> 
Right. That's what I say. Oh, you know, I asked well, some home craft stuff is hot right now, you know, like homemade soap and uh, oh, yeah. uh, honey yeah. and uh, butter and whatever. You're going to give a bunch of friends your meth. They're going to love it. And they're going to say, you should put this on Etsy. It's just the way things work. It's artisan methamphetamine. Right. That's right. It's uh, what is it? Yeah. What's the what is it? The microbrewers the similar word for that? Craft. Right? Yeah. Craft. It's craft meth. Craft meth. Yeah. So exactly. I'm going to get into. Oh, and I'll have a cool like hipster label. Oh, of course you will. Uh-huh. Right. Right. And sportswear that you sell there at the uh, methery. A brewery, meth, meth lab. Uh, I, I was <laughs> hanging out with a number of cops the other day, and um, many of whom are involved in drug investigations. And a couple of interesting notes. Number one, they confirmed that, yeah, the vast, vast, vast majority of meth now in the United States comes from Mexico. They, Most of them can't remember the time they busted, uh, the last time they busted a domestic meth lab. Yeah, Laura Logan said that it's basically 100% of meth now comes from me- Mexico in yeah. her documentary. Number one, because it's so cheap, and number two, because if the Mexican cartels operating in this country find out that you're competing with them, you will be tortured before you're killed. So, or at least the first they'll tell you you got to stop. So so you can't sell it. You'd, you'd run up against the Mexican cartels. But making it for yourself? And making it for yourself would be stupid. Yeah. Why, why am I going to go through the, the expense and danger of getting arrested and all that sort of stuff when I when it's so cheap? Right. From what I understand, it's incredibly cheap to buy meth. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's right. Yeah, it's a bargain, a real Which bargain. Which is good because I'm now a tweaker. Jack, another benefit of globalism. Uh, the second <laughs> thing that they that I learned that was quite interesting because it was a canine. Uh, uh, they call them canines. The president calls them dogs. Um, it was a canine training session, including the drug drug sniffing part of what some of those dogs do. And it was kind of amusing to me. They're having to unteach their dogs to smell marijuana and signal that it's there. So they spend, you know, years teaching these dogs, if you smell any of uh, uh, of the hippie lettuce, you got to give us the old wolf wolf, right? And so, but now, now, it's, now it's like it's, they can smell Budweiser. Right, because it's being legalized. Now the dog goes, rrr, 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 and they're like, we don't care. No, 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 no. Keep sniffing. So they, you got any heroin in there? And the dog's like, woo, woo. <laughs> Did you see? So they're having to unteach them, which, and actually how they do that is really interesting, too, did you see the picture going around after that dog got... Who did it get? Baghdadi? Was that the, the story with the dog? Oh, that's right. It mm-hmm. rushed in and chased him down the uh, the tunnel and, and helped protect our guys. That's right, yeah. And got the uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom, or that mm-hmm. was a spoof, or whatever and, it was. And, and a biscuit. Yeah, there was like a meme about it, and people freaked out, and then I think he actually brought it to the White House for some photo ops or something like right. that. Right, yeah. right. A- anyway, I saw a photo, and I didn't know if it was photoshopped or real or whatever, of... Uh, soldiers like uh, special forces going into combat with these dogs. Have you seen that picture? It's a little troubling. It's it's probably not as troubling as it looks, but it's a little... They have them on, like... They have them strapped to their back with muzzles on them. Okay. And they uh, they don't... Um, it doesn't seem like they'd be particularly happy being, uh, being carried around that way. Right. But uh, I don't know how else you'd do it. I never thought about it before. Yeah. I mean, if you're... I mean, they were in... Um, I, I assume this was some sort of training thing. But they were in full guns up, you know, ready to do battle situation. Mm-hmm. And you can't be walking a dog on a leash. <laughs> in a really... No, or telling him heel as artillery's going off or whatever. Um, who was in front in this scenario? Was it the human in front? Oh, yeah, it was the human, and yeah. the dog's kind of hanging on their back back hip, just hanging yeah. there like from his... Right. Piggyback ride. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you this. Uh, police and or military canines 
take on, uh, well, are obliged, frankly, to take on risks that your house pet does not. And sometimes the ending is very sad, and it makes the people involved very sad. I'm sure. Um, but, yeah, there are sometimes bad things happen to those dogs. What else do we tweakers like to do? I don't know that much about the tweaker lifestyle. You're new to the lifestyle, right. Yeah. Well, that's important, Jack, is that you're open enough to ask questions. I know. Don't the, pretend like you know it all. I know the random gross sex is part of it, but I'd like right. to stay away from that. Right. Coward. Had sex in a park lately? Um, I have not. Hmm. I know scratching is big and scabs, the loss of teeth. I'm I don't down think to three you need teeth. to do that intentionally. I've Already. got three teeth. That's an excellent That's what kept me busy. hours. That's what kept me busy last night was cleaning up my teeth. <laughs> Let's see. The shiny objects. The, the weight loss. Uh, no. Um, but just, you know what? Stay with it. That's a, sure. It's a trailing indicator. Stay with it. I'm sure you'll do great. <laughs> Getty Show, including next hour. Hopefully, you get next hour. We'll be talking to uh, Ian Bremmer. He's got his top risks of 2020 list out, and his tweets all week long about the whole Iran thing. I think have been really interesting. Right, right. And he's taken some heat from some of his followers, as he has said, "This is a pretty big win for Trump." Well, yeah, and and for the United States. And I tell you what, I've been horrified by some of the reactions I've heard on the left. Uh, just because I'm I'm disturbed, not that they're wrong, but for the country. I mean, for instance, and we're going to highlight the the, the the awful Jackie Spear of California. She's a congresswoman, but um, I I just became aware. Pete Buttigieg agrees with her. Uh, he just tweeted uh, in the last day, innocent civilians. He's talking about the uh, downing of that uh, airliner by Iran. Innocent civilians are now dead because they were caught in the middle of an unnecessary and unwanted military tit-for-tat. My thoughts are with the families and loved ones of all 176 souls lost aboard this flight. Uh, Clearly, he is blaming the United States and the president. Now, he's a smart guy, so he's couched it in fairly neutral terms, but everybody in his party is saying that the, the the taking out of General Soleimani was unnecessary, it was, it was hasty, it was probably illegal. Because everything, everything is viewed through the lens of is it good for Trump or bad for Trump. But that's a disgusting opinion. It was fleshed out by Jackie Spear, who was on the uh, equally objectionable CNN. Can we roll that tape, Sean? This is yet another example of collateral damage from the actions that have been taken in a provocative way by the President of the United States. Are you blaming the President in any way for the fact that it appears that Iran shot down that jetliner? No, but I am saying that but for the escalation in the um, actions taken by Iran, um, there would not be 176 people dead today. It all emanates, emanates from the killing of Soleimani. Well, again, the administration would say that Soleimani himself was plotting attacks on Americans, so the attack on Soleimani itself emanates from Soleimani. But just to be clear, it was Iran that shot down, apparently, that jet 
What culpability do they have? How do you think they should be held to account? Well, I think that. that will certainly be something that will be considered uh, not by just the United States and Canada uh, and other countries, but uh, certainly it needs to be looked at uh, from you know many perspectives. I mean, if it was accidental, uh, that certainly needs to be taken into account as well. But we need to remember how this all started. This has started from the time the President of the United States reneged on the nuclear deal that we had with Iran and then imposed severe sanctions on Iran that has hurt them economically, then called the Revolutionary Guard a terrorist organization. Wow, he okay. He keeps ramping it up. All right, you can, you can stop there. Number one, the Obama administration declared uh, General Soleimani a terror, terrorist. And just to outline that bizarre game of backward hopscotch she was playing, so the U.S. started it by killing Soleimani. And then, and this shocked me more than I can tell you, the CNN anchor said, well, hang on, Soleimani was not only plotting killing more of our people, but he'd already killed our guy, his people had attacked our embassy, and, and I would describe it, he didn't, but I would, as he was doing a touchdown dance in Iraq. And so she said, well, yeah, okay, but we really started it with the pulling out of the Iran deal. Okay, no, they started it with uh, launching a war in Yemen. No, no, we started it. By, well, what do you want to go back to 1979? How about the uh, the support for the Shah in the 60s? Why don't we go to the partition of the Middle East after World War One? I? I mean, come on now. That's Jackie Spear, Congress traitor from California. And I don't usually say stuff like that, you know, just because it's, it's over the top and, and it's usually intellectually dishonest, but... This whole taking Iran's side thing really makes me uncomfortable. Ugh. Getting more tips on how to be a uh, tweaker. As I mentioned, I'm a tweaker. I took uh, some Sudafed, which is how you make methamphetamine, and uh, I stayed up all night long on it. So I'm, I'm a tweaker now. Yeah, clearly. Jack, if you want to go full tweaker, you need to start sweating profusely, pace around, then pull out your eyelashes and count them. Wow, I didn't know that was something people did. No, that's a hobby. Uh, very often in film depictions of tweakers, they do a lot of like plucking. They like Whoa. pull like beard hairs, eyebrows, eyelash. Like yeah, it's it's, it's something that. that's very commonly depicted. God dang it! It's amazing. You know, it shows you how addictive that stuff must be uh, to make you delusional enough that you don't recognize this is a bad idea. I'm plucking out my eyebrows. I'm collecting uh, stray garbage because it's shiny. But you're ignoring how weird that is because the drug works so well or something, I guess. I don't know. We got this text. A cokehead will lock himself in a hotel room and not come out until the dope is gone. A heroin user will steal from their mother to get more. A tweaker will steal your wallet and then help you look for it. <laughs> We're looking at the Dow. That's oh, up. Sorry. 15. Sorry. Uh, my fault. I thought that was some timely bit of humor. I think this is just kind of interesting, this stuff I'm learning, since, uh, you know, if you live in one of the homeless areas of the country, you got a lot of tweakers you run into on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you'll be among them soon. Or, <laughs> Get yourself a nice, sturdy tent. Or at the emergency room the other night. Because you'll be in the, uh, the park with uh, needles and, and, and excrement and the rest of it soon enough. Hey, I see this on the sound sheet, the most inappropriate sports call ever. Can we air this? Oh, absolutely. It's just, it's in poor taste, basically. Yeah. Okay. The okay. premise is, is the high school basketball game. Oh, even worse. Yeah, so here we go. Well, and then there's one more gone. Well, and then there's one more gone. One more gone, but not forgotten. And that's our sweet days, or our sweet Lucy. At the age of 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh! Like that? Was she run over like that? 
Oh my what, God! What's it, what are we? I oh hope my Lucy God! Was a dog. That's that's what all common consensus is. That yes, Lucy was oh, a dog. I was thinking he was a kid. I don't believe so. Okay. Either way, it's oh, really terrible. Oh, run over but... like that! <laughs> he's, oh my he's, God. he's telling this strange anecdotal story about how his pet died during a turnover, which led to a fast break, to which the play-by-play guy says, Oh, was it run over like that? And I so, need to hear the next 30 seconds of that. Yeah, no kidding. So I wouldn't bring up backing over the dog. I wouldn't bring that up in a... On the game at all? No. I, well, if you do, do it during a free throw where you got a little breathing room, like sure. maybe a, 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 you know a, when the referees huddle up or something. I'm not sure anybody wants to hear it anywhere, but yeah. uh, Vin, Vin Scully stuff. Uh, Can we hear that again? Because that is that is something. Oh boy! Oh, and then there's maybe one more that, gone. Yes, one more yes. gone, but not forgotten. And that's our sweet days, or our sweet Lucy. At the age of twelve, she was run over. Oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh. oh. Like that? Was she run over like that? So, oh so you got a guy oh making a joke God. about a dog being tragically run over, then another dude decides that is hilarious. Let's use it in the play-by-play. Oy. Well, they're doing high school basketball. Well, I tell you what, now, granted, you got to adjust for inflation, but back in the 80s, I started out doing high school basketball games. I get $8 for play-by-play and $5 for the color analysis. At an hourly rate, that makes me um, a slave. <laughs> 